In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about the table, so sit back and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. My name is Travis, your host with me today is Pastor Daniel, the second time in the saddle. I know, hello. Love it. Yeah, we are continuing our uh, sermon series and therefore our discussion in Monday Moments uh, on uh, Psalm 23. The title of our sermon series is Satisfied. If you haven't had a chance to watch or listen to Sunday's sermon, you can do so right here on our YouTube channel, on our website, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um... It's been an awesome series, and I feel like I've been saying that every it really week. Has been. Um, it's been really and good. you even kind of, you know, a little little bit of a humor on Sunday, talking about like, <laughs> you know, as as we, you know, the different pastors here at Freedom Fellowship have shared the pulpit. It's kind of like, oh, who's gonna be next? Yeah, you know, and yeah. it was it was you, and so uh, you continued on in Psalm twenty three, verse five, right? That's as right. Verse he five. prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I thought. Um, there were so many good things uh, that you shared out of your message, and um, I loved your personal story, like your own sheep story, right? Oh yes. Of um, you know when you were on a road trip and and y'all saw that that massive just flock of sheep coming over the berm mm-hmm. up in Colorado, and you had to just stop and wait for the sheep to cross the road, and then at the end of the at the end of the flock there was the shepherd, you know, leading them uh, yeah. on horseback and the and the the sheep dogs that you don't pet. You know, yeah. <laughs> stay yeah. away from the sheep dogs. Um, and, and really, I just I felt like you did a, a great job of really pulling the significance mm. of, of really all of it. I mean, but specifically, what does it mean to come to the table and 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 what does that actually mean um, and how that applies to us today? And so I thought you did a great job. And I think especially you. in, you. in um, you know, I think just my own personal in chaotic times, yeah. the Lord has something for us. Hmm. And I just think that that is just such an amazing, um, relevant in any time season. It's just such a good promise to hold on to. And so I, I just, I loved it. Um, as far as, you know, our, our conversation today, I, I wondered sure. if you might start. I know this wasn't like the main crux of your message, sure. but it was such a good point. I, I just felt like we, we couldn't gloss over it or we couldn't go yeah. without mentioning it. You know, and when you talked about seeing that shepherd mm-hmm. lead that flock of sheep from behind and you, you illustrated it or use that to illustrate that that's how Jesus leads us. Mm-hmm. And he leads us with his voice, yeah. um, and he calls us out by name. Tell us, uh, tell me a little bit more about the significance of that. You know, what were some of the things that you learned as you were researching and, and all that? You know, I that as I mentioned on Sunday, just that story, that that picture has just been etched in my mind, and it was such a cool experience. But you know, as I look at, um, you know, I feel like every time I've looked at pictures of Israel and Bethlehem and it talks about God being uh, the sh- the good shepherd mm-hmm. and Jesus being the good shepherd and I look at the the atmosphere and everything is it's completely different mm-hmm. than you know the way we picture sheep and the way that I even pictured it yeah but the way the shepherd still let us flock was something that was actually similar that I learned and, and I just remember what I would always see and then what I would always see through pictures of Israel, it's like something doesn't match. And um, this was one of those things from just reading Psalms 23. It says that 
he leads me. Mm. And my understanding of leading is this, you know, very strong, you know, somebody leading out in front, like yeah. a general to war or something. Right, right, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, as I read this passage and I remember that shepherd was the last one there mm. just something was, was off, you know? Mm. And then, um, uh, just through research, and it was even just this week that um, I learned that, that that's what he was doing was actually what the shepherds in Israel would do, wow. too, and, and shepherds everywhere because they lead with their voice. Mm. And uh, that's what happens. It's, it's funny. What what I learned was um, shepherds and goats would be in the same herd, mm. and uh, the goats are obstinate and kind of go their own path. And uh, so the shepherd, and they they would have sheep and goats and they wouldn't have the same food source so they Mm. could the shepherd would be in the middle and have this cloud of sheep going in front they would be leading with his voice and the 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 goats would be going everywhere behind (laughs) you know and the idea is you know even jesus talks about you know he's got something against goats you know and i don't i've never understood that but it's because sheep listen to the word Mm. and goats do their own thing and so there's kind of two different herds if you must and that shepherd is in the middle and it's like well which one are you going to be are you going to be the one in the front that listens to his word are you going to be going your own way Mm. eventually the goats follow but they're going off on their own yeah and um but i thought that was so cool and how that matched what jesus said about himself he Mm. said you know the the way that the sheep followed him or he led them was whenever he calls their name. You, right. you know, and it's not even just a word. It's a it's a personal word. It's a name. Mm. And, and, you know, I, I look at what the Bible says about us. It says that we, we're we his own children. We're, we're the sons and, and daughters. You know, we're yeah. co-heirs. It says a lot about who we are in mm. Jesus. And, and not only that, it's got his commandments. It's got correction, you know. It's got so much that can lead us and that's how he chooses to lead you know it's very different and i just thought that was really beautiful that even jesus modeled that as well and the sheep responded to it yeah you know so and i think it it illustrates and emphasizes the importance of listening to jesus voice and and getting to learn what his voice is i mean we want to know where do i go in life what Mm -hmm. do i do i want to make the right decision i want to follow jesus you know whatever the whatever the case is it, you know, we've got to learn the shepherd's yeah. voice. And there's some security in that too, because in John 10, Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. They will not follow the voice because mm-hmm. they don't know his voice. Yep. And so there's some security. If God has called your name, like there's security that you're going to follow the shepherd. Yeah. And I just think that's a, a beautiful um, securing thing that that we should be eager to know and to hear God's mm. voice because that's that's a hedge against following uh, uh, an enemy. You know, yeah. it's going to be a hedge against going down a path or someone who's going to lead us around. This desires to destroy us mm-hmm. and the sheep. So yeah, and I think if I could just back up, kind of sure. at a high level, use use that word security, mm-hmm. and I think that is a really great word to encapsulate Mm. what we can draw from Psalm 23 in general is that security. You know, I I think, you know, sheep um, don't lay down, they don't eat, they don't drink if they don't feel secure. Yeah. And so I think part of the answer to the anxiety and the stress Mm -hmm. and everything that we feel and go through and experience in life is knowing that the shepherd's there with us Mm -hmm. and that he's speaking to us. He's going to give us those directions Mm. as we're, as we're, 
you know, <clears throat> as we're walking, as we're going up the mountain yeah. or, or, you know, whatever the case might be. And sure. Um, I just think that that word security is a, is a great word to mm, encapsulate yeah. all of Psalm 23. Uh, you know, it, in the first few verses of Psalm 23, okay. it's a lot of pastoral imagery, right? He talks sure. about, um, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, he leads me into green pastures yes. and beside quiet waters. It's all very like, as you said, kind of Thomas Kincaid, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this very like, it's almost like, uh, you know, I just imagine it being painted with pastel colors, you know, just something. <laughs> but then he talks about the the, the psalmist, yeah. David, <clears throat> he uses, a, he shifts it a little bit yeah. to talk about the table. He does. So, um, you know, why the shift? What does a table, coming to the table, have to do with rest and, and Sabbath mm. and, and shepherding and sheep, you know? Because again, yeah. it, it could seem like quite a dramatic shift. So why, what does that have to do with Sabbath and rest? Mm, you, you know, I think that the table is, um, you know, for instance, my, my, in my family, we, we work all week mm-hmm. and my favorite times, whenever we have friends over, we get to go to a friend's house yeah. and it's just, it, and it's not even the food. I mean, there is a layer of having that relaxation of not having to make food for the family yeah. and somebody else does it. It's, it's great. You <laughs> yeah, know, I mean, yeah. that's why, uh, whenever somebody has a baby or somebody's sick, you know, there's meal trains and there's so much happening. And it's like, Hey, let's, let's not even have to worry about this. And you mm. can just kind of, you don't have to focus and worry about making a meal. Let's just take care of that. And I think that's such a blessing, but it's not even just the food you eat. Mm. It, it's the relationship, right? It's actually being able to come to the table. It's the people you get to hang out with. It's the people you're talking with. And, and you're actually kind of, uh, you know, everything else, it stays at work at the table, you know, and it's just great that you get to interact with people and mm. there's some security there. And, uh, yeah, I just think that that's beautiful. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Well, and I think every, like you have to slow down. Exactly. You have to slow down and take time to eat with people and, yes. and you yes. get FaceTime with, you know, whether it's your family or whether it's friends or, or, you know, your spouse or, or whatever. Yeah. And, um, it, it does kind of make me think a little bit of, kind of where we're at in our culture today is mm-hmm. we place such an emphasis on convenience. Yeah. So we've got lots of fast food options everywhere. You know, how can I, how can I swing through, pick yes. up some food so I can get on to the next totally. thing. And, and, um, to a degree, uh, we've lost that importance mm-hmm. and, and maybe that realization of just how beneficial and how healthy it is to just yes. sit down and have a meal together again, whether it's your family or friends or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I think, Coming to the Lord's table means that we are going to forego some of the convenience and mm. set aside some of the, like, I've got this to do, I've got that to do, I've got, you know, emails or work or, you know, yeah. all these yeah. other responsibilities, you know, the house, whatever. And I'm just going to spend time with the Lord. Mm. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I was telling him, like, you know, I I, I don't have, you know, a tremendous amount against Sure. Uh, reading the Bible or listening to it while I'm doing other things. I don't think that's necessarily bad in and of itself. Um, but there's something different when I take God's word and I set aside everything else. And I said, I'm just making this time about that, about that, about being in God's yeah. presence. Yeah. And it, you know, he's like, yeah, because it's a priority. And I was like, oh, 
there it is, there you it know, is. Yeah. uh, and it, and it really is when you prioritize, I think that, that relationship with, with your family, exactly. with your, with your friends, with whatever. I think that's where the, the table connects to Sabbath. Yeah. You've got to make that, that room for it, you mm-hmm. know, and if you don't make the room to sit down at the table, you know, it, with your family, it, it's sometimes harder to reclaim that. But I think it's the same with being in the word with, with our Lord, you know, and just, um, making that space for it. It's, um, um, man, what was I going to say? It, it's, it's interesting too. You look at Psalms 23 mm-hmm. and it's kind of the, the first three verses. It's, it's really about God providing, mm-hmm. you know, and then that, that shift that happens, you know, we're guests and, and it's mm-hmm. like, there's the provision, but then there's honor that he gives. He anoints wow. our heads with oil. And so there's mm-hmm. a, a shift whenever you have people over, whenever you're sitting, you're giving them that time, you're giving them honor. Yeah. It's not about what I'm giving you. I mean, mm-hmm. like that fast food concept, that that's providing, you sure. know, kind of. <laughs> but yeah. it's just, um, it's maybe unhealthy, but it, um, but there's a, a layer of honor that mm-hmm. happens. You know, I remember even my dad having a, a uh, you know, at his table growing up and then at our table, it was, it was always the, the coolest thing, um, at my dad's table and, and our table growing up is, you know, my dad, my parents would ask, what was the best part of your day? Mm. And, and you had that honor yeah. where you could just say, this is what happened. You got to, I remember my dad yeah. always saying, I would think all afternoon about what I was going to say mm. because he had that chance to just talk to his parents. Wow. And I'm just like, man, what if I had that same understanding? It's like, I, I get to say what I did today, yeah. you know? And there's so much pride and there's honor there because you're given the time to mm. communicate and, and, and whatnot. So. Yeah. It makes me think, uh, I, I have a, a friend of mine, he's much, you know, older, but he, he got his, his son-in-law was um, uh, one of the campaign managers of, of one of the former presidents. Mm. And so because of that, he and his wife, uh, this friend of mine and his wife, got to actually go to a presidential banquet. Like they got an invitation to go mm-hmm. have dinner with the president. And here he was saying like, you know, good old country boy who like me, like who am I to go sit with the president, you know? know. And, and so it's, it, I think that's such a fascinating yeah. um, and powerful truth mm-hmm. that you've just drawn out of this is that there's this elevation. Yeah. Especially when we are faced with, um, the realization that we are sinners hmm. and we're not worthy to be in God's presence. Totally. That who am I, that the King of Kings would elevate yep. me to a position of honor that I could be invited to his table. And he serves us. Exactly. It's, it's great. Yeah. So, um, I just think that that's, that's such an amazing, yeah. powerful truth that you just, that you just brought up. I think there's, there's a lot to that. And I think yeah. for, for those of us who have struggled or are struggling mm-hmm. with, um, shame or regret or, you know, just this general feeling of, mm. of unworthiness. I mean, of course we're not deserving, but he loves us enough to call us and invite yeah. us to the table. That's, that's amazing. Thanks for that. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. Um, just in, in wrapping up, um, you know, we talk about coming to the table of the Lord, yeah. the Lord's inviting us to his table. And obviously we can't see God, you know, like, yeah. uh, like, a, you know, I can see you right sure. here. So th- there's a little bit of a, like a kind of an abstract concept mm-hmm. or nature to this idea of come to the table of the Lord. Um, mm. but there's a very real truth to that. 
Mm-hmm. So what does that look like practically? Um, how, you know, somebody's watching yes. this or listening to this and they're saying, okay, I want to respond to the Lord's invitation and mm-hmm. come to the table. What does that look like? You know, I'm going to go back a little bit to that difference between how we view the sheep and, you know, how, what it was in the, the Middle East during that time. And, um, you know, during the sermon yesterday, I showed that picture after the Thomas Kincaid yeah. quote is it's this desert, the Judean desert, and it's mm-hmm. a pasture. They would say that's a pasture. Wow. And I'm like, what was David thinking? <laughs> and I think that that's, you know, that's the truth right there is their sustenance did not come from the mountain. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it did. It came from the leadership of the sheep mm-hmm. of, of the, uh, the shepherd. Yeah. And so their hope is not based on their ability to go find it. And so often we, we have to go to the world mm. to go find the, find those things. But, but Jesus is like, I've made a table. It, it's mm. right here. Yeah. Come to me rather wow. than go out there. And, and, and we, we work, we, we go out and stuff, but he's at the end of that day, he's like, here's the table and everything's provided. And, and what does that look like to go to the table? Um, you know, just thinking about it, um, uh, I, I may have mentioned this before um, on Sunday, but my wife and I, we actually bought a hoarder's house. If you watch yeah. like the Netflix show Hoarders, it, it is <laughs> it token. Was one of those. It was one of those. It, <laughs> a lot of stories there. And, yeah. and as a result, we've been working on it a long time. And there's a lot of things that need to be repaired that mm. he didn't even see because there was stuff there. Mm. And uh, so we're constantly working on our, it, it's kind of nice. It's kind of fun at the same time. Yeah. But there's so much work that has to be done and mm. big repairs, you know, roof, foundation stuff. There's plumbing, lots of, we can't do it all at once. Yeah. And I can get really overwhelmed with that. And I can think, well, how am I going to pay for this? Mm. And what, what it, when am I going to have time to do this? And I can get so consumed about my place of lack. And I can say, God, why are you not providing this? And and I can get angry about it. But the reality is God has everything that I need. He knows what I need before I ask. So I've got to let his word lead me. Mm -hmm. And I've got to know what's true about God, regardless of the circumstances, you know, the condition of my home. I mean, it's it's looking really good. It's looking a lot better. But I have a choice to either keep concerning myself mm. and staying anxious about what mm. what has to get done or I can just come to him and say lord you've provided all of this in the past so I'm going to trust you for the future too yeah. and there's just this amount of rest and and there's almost a, an element of worship and praise that that ensues because it's like instead of constantly looking at my lack I'm looking to the lord who who's able to sustain me and take care of all mm-hmm. this. And, and there's just a peace and a rest. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it because he knows what I need. And, yeah. and I let my truth. And, and it's it's more than just knowing what his word says. It's actually living it out. Like living it out is coming to the table. I mean, James talks about it. If you know what the word says to do and don't do it, what what good is it? You know, yeah. you've got to be listeners and, and doers. I mean, even Jesus talks mm. about it. He talks about the foolish and the, the wise builder. And, and then at the end of that, he says, the, the wise builder is this, the one who hears my word and puts it into action. Mm, yeah. And so putting it into action is saying, I'm not going to worry about this. And I'm yep. going to say, God, you are such a good provider. And I just get to relax in that and meet with him. And, you know, yesterday I was saying, it's like, man, there's so many things against us and contrary to what we're doing. And, you know, like our lives mm-hmm. are 
at a place of lack. You know, it's just like that desert, um, arid mountain yeah. that I showed. That's the pasture. There's not much there. So that's why we have to go to Jesus. That's why we have to go to the shepherd because he's our source of provision. And I was telling people, it's like, man, we, we've got to not face our enemies. We've mm. got to turn our face to Jesus and say, Lord, I'm coming to you because I ain't got nothing out there. Like, yeah. you, you are the... You have the words of life, like yeah. Peter said. So, um, and there is there there's relaxation. We're we're turning our backs on the the desert, and we're saying, no, my hope is not from there. My hope is in you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, I think that's kind of what it means to come to the table is to come to Jesus, mm-hmm. believe in what in who He says He is mm-hmm. from His Word. And kind of put your money where your mouth is. Like, if this is what he says he is, I'm going to trust him. Yeah. And I'm going to let this other stuff rest for right mm-hmm. now. So. Yeah, and that makes me think, I, I think your illustration of, of your house, Yeah, there's so many layers. Like, I think mm. that could almost be a sermon in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Partially because I know, yeah, you know <laughs> some of the stuff. Know. But, like, um, seeing what the Lord has promised to provide for us. Sure. Resting in that. And that can be like varying degrees of temptation Mm. to trust that or not, depending on the season of life. Um, But that choice can either lead us to a place of contentment Mm. and gratitude and rest, real rest. Mm -hmm. I'm not anxious about these other things. Or if we choose not to, Mm. I think that um, the temptation for us is, well, if I get this thing, or if I get that thing yeah. or this status or this title or whatever, it's going to fill my life. It's mm. going to satisfy me. And I just imagine whether mm. it's with literal material things or whether it's uh, mental, emotional things, mm. like we become hoarders, mm. right? Because, because yeah. we want to like, oh, I'm going to provide I'm, for myself. I'm yeah. going to fill the hole in my life. I'm going to try and satisfy my own needs so and I'm just going to pile it on. Yeah. And before too long, we look like what your house probably looked like before you and Emily got a hold of it and started turning it around. And yet Jesus is saying, I've got what you need. Yes. yes. And don't worry about what you may or may not see. Yeah. I've got what you need. And, and yeah, yeah. we've got to, we've got to. And trust. hoarding that stuff actually made a bigger mess. In yeah. This house. It was more destructive. Yes. Um, than just resting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very distracting. And that's exactly what Jesus said. Come to me, all you who mm-hmm. are weary and what heavy laden, and yes. I will give you rest. And I just think of all of that baggage again, whether Absolutely. it's like literal material possessions mm-hmm. or whether it's mental, emotional baggage, you know, yes. status, uh, so lifestyle, true. you mm-hmm. know, what the sky's the limit. Worth having your worth met out yeah. externally from the shepherd, yeah. What a what a heavy burden to try to yeah. carry outside of resting in what Jesus promised He would provide. Whether Absolutely. whether we're on the mountaintop already or wherever, whether we're in the presence of our enemies. Absolutely, that's really yeah. good. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out of your of course, day. Yeah. Uh, such a good message, and thank you for watching yeah. another episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you enjoyed this uh, uh, this conversation. Excuse me. If you did, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. Um, however you want to do that, whether you can uh, leave us a comment, send us a message, an email, we would just always love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next week.